You were never out of the fight. You were created for a time such as this. And you are now preparing to be sent into battle. God is calling you to be his disciple, to be formed in virtue and holiness. He has appointed you as an ambassador of his kingdom. To go and represent him to his people. And he's enlisted you as a soldier of Christ. To be sent out to fight for the good in this world. You are not made to make excuses. It's time for you to take extreme ownership for your life all of your life. It's time to rise up and finally be the man or woman you were created to be. Follow God. Lead others. And never surrender. It is time to begin seeking excellence. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Seeking Excellence Podcast. My name is Nathan Crankfield, your host. Excited to be with you today to start this week off. And we just have a quick little reflection here today to think about who is it that you're becoming? Who is the person that you're becoming? You know, I think that the person that we end up becoming is the accumulation of all the choices that we make in our lives, right? Like, sure, there's there's your environment, there's your uh, your background, there's, you know, the whole nature versus nurture thing, like how much is your environment, the way you were raised, your genetics, all that stuff kind of shape you to who you are, your personality type, right? Like there's a lot of things that are kind of core to who you are and they're not necessarily easily changed at least, right? But they're, they're changeable, they're moldable. Like you can start to strengthen your strengths and work on your weaknesses, right? But I think that a lot of times we just kind of passively become whoever it is that we are. We don't really take a lot of time to be intentional and think about who is, who is it that, who am I? Who is it that I want to become? What is my, you know, my vision for my life and the, and the man or the woman that I'm going to be? Who is it that God created me to be? But these are questions that I think deserve a lot of thought, a lot of time, reflection, and attention. And so we want to talk about that today. I want to share that with you, you know, just kind of some of my reflection and my time, um, uh, kind of my journey with that. And, and also just some of the stuff that I've been reading recently that has really pushed me to understand this on an even deeper level and some critical aspects of our lives that we can form, the things that we can control that can help us to become the man or woman that we're supposed to be, the one that we want to be, the one that God wants us to be. Because that's ultimately when we're going to be the most fulfilled, right? So we know we're going to be happiest. We know we're going to be most fulfilled when we're living our lives as God wants. But a lot of times we don't think about what needs to take place? What do I need to add into my life? What do I need to remove from my life in order to really become that man or woman? So let's talk about that today. You know, when I went into college, my first, I had, I had kind of a four-year plan for my time in college. And my first year, the first year of the plan was to focus on who do I want to become? What is the type of man that I want to be in my life? And how can I become that man was the second step, right? So who is it that you want to become? What is the vision that you have for the person that you want to become? A great uh, talk that I once heard was Matthew McConaughey. I don't know what award he was accepting, but it was some acceptance speech at a at an award show, you know, the Academy Awards, whatever it was. And he talked about how his hero, you know, he talked about the importance of having heroes. And he said that his hero is always him 10 years from now. Is a great, great speech where he just talks about how important it is to look out 
10 years from now, who you want to become then, making that person your hero, thinking about all the things that you, sl- you lack right now or things that you have that you want to get rid of. And that person 10 years from now can be that person, can be the person that you want it to be. But you have to cast that vision of who is that? What is it that I want to get rid of? You know, you might be an impatient person. You might be a lazy person. You might be an unhealthy person. You might be, uh, you know, somebody who's not prayerful or, you know, whatever it might be. You might be a smoker. You know, you might be drinking too much, whatever it is. You can push out, you know, six, 12 months or, you know, three to five years or 10 years and say, this person is not going to be like that. I'm going to start working towards that. You know, that was always, you know, I think when I heard Matthew McConaughey say that it resonated with me on such a deep level, because I used to always say, I want to be somebody that every five years I would look like if I could meet, if I could get a room of, you know, the versions of me every five years of my life, right? So ages five, 10, 15, 20, 25, I want them to be mind blown and just impressed and honored and, you know, just admiring the version that they see, you know, the next person that's going to going to come after them. And I want that to be exciting. You know, like we should all be hoping for that. We should all be wanting to be the person in a few years that, that our present self would really look up to. And that's why it's so important to have heroes and role models and people that we can look up to now who embody a lot of those traits, maybe not all of them. Maybe you pick and choose who you look up to in certain areas of life. And you say, I want to be like this person financially. I want to be like this person in my marriage. I want to be like this person in my spiritual life. And you can mold that together and you can start to become who you want to become and have a vision for who it is that you want to become. I think a really easy way, you know, one of my one of my longer talks, one of my, uh, you know, hour long talks that I give is helping people, helping especially young people, you know, youth, the young adults to figure out who they want to become. One of the processes I take them through is I say, think of five traits that you dislike the most. Right. So I take them through different people in their lives and think about, you know, what you might not like in a parent a trait that you might not like in a parent, right? We, I mean, we all love our parents, but there are certain things in each one of our parents probably that drives us crazy and certain things that we have inside us that drive them crazy. What is something in a parent or a friend or a, a classmate or a teammate of yours that might drive you nuts? What is a, a trait that you really don't like that this person has? Think about that. And I say, well, all right, let's, let's list those out. You know, Think about these traits. Now you know what you don't want to become. And I think that that's the first step, honestly, in figuring out who you do want to become. You know, sometimes the first step for a lot of us when we don't know where to start, well, let's start to eliminate some things, right? There's a lot. If you think of every trait that's possible for the human person out there, it's a long, long list, right? So sometimes the process of elimination, if we're trying to select things out of a long list, the process of elimination can really help us to make a decision. So let's go ahead and cross some of the the negative things off the list. What do you not want to become? And like, what are you most passionate about not being? That's really important. What are you most passionate about not becoming? What are you most passionate about in your family, the way you were raised of not repeating, could be financial struggles, it could be a dishonest marriage, it could be, you know, wounding the children, whatever it is, you know, not loving enough in the home, what is it that you are most passionate about not repeating? Now think about, you know, what are the positive things? So what is it that you like the most about one of your parents? What is it that you like the most about your best friend? What is it you like the most about this athlete or whatever that you look up to? Make a list of those things. Those are the things that you're probably most passionate about wanting to become. What is it that you want people to think about and remember about you when you're gone from this earth? Nobody's going to live forever. This shouldn't be news. I know that it's kind of crazy right now. You know, you you see the world today, especially in the midst of coronavirus and all these things. It's like, it seems like a lot of people are just kind of realizing that like people die and death is a scary thing. And I think death scares a lot of us because we don't prepare ourselves enough for it. But when you can be intentional about who you want to become, and you can get the most out of each of your chapters in life when you really get the most out of it, 
that's how you're going to be ready to, to go on to, to the next phase of living, which is eternal life, right? You're going to feel good about going forward at the end of your life if you make the most of the time that you have between now and then. And, you know, I think William Wallace in Braveheart has that great quote, you know, the line about freedom, like, what will we do with, with our freedom? You know, and he says, would you not give, if you choose to run and, and hide right now just to save your life, would you not on your dying day, look back and be willing to trace all the days between this day and that for one chance to come back and stand up for what is right. And that's what we have to think about. What are you going to look back on? And that's what Seeking Essence all is about, right? Like if you go to our philosophy page, you see that one of the things that really, really motivated me when I was in college is I had so many adults all the time, especially when I would go back home, so many adults who would tell me, you know, I wish I knew then what I know now. And people tell me this still now, oftentimes, I'm sure a lot of people out there get it. I'm not, you know, unique in this um, or super unique in this. But a lot of people tell me, you know, oh, man, I wish I just like got my faith at your age. I wish that I just took this stuff, you know, um, seriously when I was your age, whether it's faith or finances or relationship stuff, whatever, fitness. And that's what we are all about at Seeking Excellence. We want people to realize that we have access to the things that people say they wish they knew when they were younger. We know those things now, right? Those things are available to us. You know, how many people have written books and there's podcasts and there's all these different platforms and things that you can learn about this stuff. And that's what we want to share with people. And that's what we need to be passionate as good individuals, as well-formed humans about sharing with other people, those things that can eliminate regrets for people later in life. You want to be somebody who shares knowledge and wisdom in order to help other people eliminate the number of regrets that they're going to have later in life. And you want to be able to, in, in turn, you're going to be able to do that for yourself. Minimize the number of regrets you're going to have by choosing who you want to become and actively putting things in place to become that person. So how do we do that? So now we cast a vision, right? I think about the things I don't want to become. I think about the things I do want to become. These are my lists, right? These are kind of my guideposts. These kind of keep my guardrails that keep me from saying, okay, I don't want to be this. I do want to be this. So it kind of keeps me, you know, heading in the right direction. And then I have my guardrails on each side of what I don't want to become so that I, I, I know what to avoid, right? So I can avoid the pitfalls that, li that lie on either side of the road. And so now that I have those things in place, you know, I, I've started reading this book. I started reading this book, Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is Baller by James Clear. Go to jamesclear.com if you want. Check out the book. It's been really, really good. I'm only on chapter, I, I finished chapter three in the introduction, um, introduction through chapter three so far. But one of the things that really stuck out to me that he said, you know, the book's all about habits. He said, every decision that you make is a vote for the person that you will become. Every decision that you make is a vote for the person that you will become. That's a huge deal, right? So it means every decision you make. And now what's important in that, I think, is to understand that it's not just the decisions that you make that are active, but also, you know, they say the indecision at some point is a decision, right? So like we, we often say this in terms of discipleship, in terms of following Jesus, at some point, your no or your, your no answer becomes a no, right? So a lot of people just say, oh, you know, like I'll take my faith seriously later in life or like, you know, just kind of hitting snooze on that forever. Eventually it's a no, right? Like eventually not answering. We always, like, we love that to have the pass option, right? When, when, when the spotlight gets put on us, we have to make a tough decision. We love to be able to just say no, or at least not answer. And in the busyness of our lives right now, it's easy to do that for a lot of the key areas of your life. You know, you know, I just fill out my, my benefits for my new my new job here at Benedictine College. And I think when you're when you do your benefits, right, and you're enrolling in these things, you get to answer the question, like, do you want to set aside money? Anytime you have a job that has offers a 401k, 
you get asked the question, do you want to invest your money, right? And that's great because it makes you stop and think like, okay, what am I doing with my finances? If you're somebody who never thinks about that, it's important. And you finally get to say, okay, am I saving anything? Is this a good idea? Should I enroll in this? Should I look some of this stuff up? Do I know anything about this? But the problem is that in between switching jobs, you're not thinking about, you're not forced to think about your finances. Month to month, there's nobody that's coming in asking you, do you want to invest your money? Do you want to save this money? Or do you want to spend it? So a lot of times we get to just kind of passively live our lives and we don't have to face that question. Every day, there's not somebody typically that's going to come to you and say, are you working out today? Do you want to work out today? Do you want to grow in your health and fitness today? So a lot of times we can just kind of passively say like, oh man, I'm going to do it next week. I do it all the time. I'm going to, I'll get in shape later. I'll start, you know, eating more healthy later. Same thing with the spiritual life. Sometimes our, our life, because we're here in America, we're, we're surrounded by churches. We're always around it. But in the same way, we're, we're never like forced to actually choose. We're never like in a, in a bold way, get confronted with the option. Do you want to follow Jesus or do you not? Are you going to choose to do this or not? You know, I'm watching the Chosen series right now, uh, the series about Jesus and the apostles and stuff. And like St. Peter, St. You know, Matthew, St. Andrew, all these guys, like Jesus was like, yo, I want you to follow me. And they were like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I want you to meet me at this place at this time. Like, are you going to come? It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. I'm going to totally change your life. Are you going to do it or not? We don't necessarily get that. You know, we don't have that like in the moment, serious decision to make which is kind of crazy. And, it, and it's beautiful because we get to say no, or we get to delay and we can come and join later. And Jesus is wide, you know, open arms, ready to receive us. But in a serious way, we don't really get to face that hard, you know, am I going to do this or not? And that's where you have to recognize that you do have that decision and you have it every single day and you have it probably hundreds of times a day. And you're not going to always make the right decision, but you can instill and put in place the right habits that will help you to say yes, you can create a lifestyle that's going to be more in tune with saying yes. It's going to be leaning towards saying yes most of the time instead of leaning towards saying no to the good thing, saying yes to the good things and saying no to the bad. But a lot of times, if we just passively let the world and society and our flesh, you know, and our bodies and our laziness kind of create our lifestyle, it's not going to be healthy. It's not going to be excellent. It's not going to lead us to greatness because you have to be intentional about bringing out your, your best. Your personal best does not come out by accident. Potential is only fulfilled with intentionality. It's only fulfilled when you're willing to commit to doing what it takes to get there, to being the person that you're called to be, to being the person you're created to be. So what habits in your life are helping you to do that? You might need to reevaluate what your habits are because your habits are going to be the foundation of everything you have. Another thing James Clear says in this book, Atomic Habits, that I think is great, is he says the quality of your life is going to be largely dependent on the quality of your habits. And we get to, to, to set up how we live our lives. For, for most of us, we have a ton of freedom, right? So you get to choose if you work out, if you exercise. You get to choose if you're going to budget. You get to choose if you're going to have good, healthy, strong friendships, virtuous friendships. You get to choose if you're going to pray today. Are you going to prioritize that? Are you going to make it part of your life? And you get to choose if you're going to watch six hours of Netflix today. If you're going to spend three hours on Instagram. We get to choose all of these things. And the, the thing is, you know, we get into these habits. And if you watch The Social Dilemma recently, you know about this, right? These things become habits as well. Just getting on social media, getting on the internet, just scrolling, 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 scrolling. That's a habit and you get addicted to it. But you can also develop habits that are positive. You can also develop habits that, that say, you know, no, I have to pray today. You see people who are really, really into exercising. It's like they have to work out today. 
you can create those positive habits that will say, no, I, I need to do the good things. And it's hard to change that, but you have to have the positivity and the optimism and the hope and the faith in Jesus, you know, the faith in, in God to transform your life into the person that you're created to be. Because if you're slack right now, if you're unhappy, if you're not fulfilled, if you're not feeling your purpose, like God doesn't want to leave you in that. That's not what you were created for. You weren't created to experience life that way. And so you need to get the help that you need. You know, one of my favorite things Eric Thomas says, uh, said way, way back in the day, this was way back in college. Um, like I mean, we're talking like 2012 on some random talk that I heard of his and it's always stuck with me. He said, what do I need to know and who knows it? What do I need to know and who knows it? There is somebody out there who's able to and willing to help you to get through whatever you're stuck in. Sometimes you can unstuck, you can get yourself unstuck, but sometimes you need the help of other people. Sometimes you need serious prayer. Sometimes you need a book. Sometimes you need a podcast, but whatever it is, you got to figure it out. Sometimes you need a good scripture verse. You need some good prayer time, um, you know, with scripture, some Lexio Divina or something like there's a ton of ways to get it, but you need to think, what do I need to know? And who knows it? Who can I go to to help me to transform this area of my life? And so we want you to think about that. Think about who does it you want to become? First of all, who do you not want to be? And what, a part, what parts of you right now are living out that, that aspect of what you don't want to be? Then think about who do you want to become? Now I got to think about, okay, how can I become that person? It's all about my habits. It's all about figuring out what are the right habits that I need every day? You know, we're, what we want to talk about here, I shared this a couple weeks ago, we're talking about failure, is we want to talk, we're talking about excellence, like seeking excellence. I, I, I did not create this podcast, I did not create this nonprofit to convince people or to plead for mediocrity and try to get people to say, hey, man, just like, you should just go to church like at least once a month or something. No, like, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But I'm calling out to those of you who do want to do it, who do want to be about this life who do want to live this lifestyle of excellence, of seeing what your actual best looks like, seeing what that impact on the world could look like, seeing what your legacy will look like to your, your family, your friends, your kids, whatever. When you actually are willing to do what it takes to get disciplined, to get hard and, and be the person that you're supposed to be, that's what I'm calling you to do. I'm calling you to evaluate your habits and to create the habits that are going to help you to win to win over souls, to win over your own soul, to win over hearts and minds for Christ, to, you know, win in this battle that we have, the, uh, this ideological battle that's taking place in our society. When you're operating at full speed, when you're, you're running on all cylinders, that's when you're going to be the best weapon in the hands of the Lord for the salvation of souls that you can possibly be. So you need to evaluate these things. We need to take this seriously. We need to be thinking about who is it that I want to become? Take this stuff seriously. Commit yourself to praying every day, to exercising regularly, to, you know, to reading on a regular basis, to learning something new very, very often. Think, having thought-provoking, deep conversations. You know, I want you to be intentional with your life, be intentional with your time. This is all you've got. You've got a limited time here. And you might have been a screw-up. You might have made a lot of mistakes up until now. God's willing to forgive you if you're willing to seek his forgiveness. And you're able to start fresh. You're able to start new. And you don't have to live based on the expectations and, um, you know, desires of other people and the, the, the stuff that they throw at you, the things they've said about you. You don't have to live in that anymore. You can start afresh. You can start anew. And you can start to experience what a fulfilled life actually seems like. So I want you to experience that. Take control of your life. Do some reflection time today. Take it to prayer. Ask God, what is it that I need to let go of? What is it that I need to start instilling in my life? 
And if you're not doing some of these basic things, like I talk about all the time, reading, exercising, praying, then you're not going to experience your, the fullness of life. So we want you to experience that. We want you to start to seek excellence, baby. Let's get after it. Go and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to push our YouTube channel bigger. You can watch these videos on YouTube as well. Leave us a review on the podcast if you would. It means a lot to have a review on the podcast. And uh, follow us on social media at Seeking365 on Facebook and Instagram. Hope to see you there. Keep tuning in. It's a pleasure to be with you this day. I hope this gives you a good kickstart to your week. And let's get after it. Remember, think about who you want to become. Make your habits a priority and think about who you want to become. I believe in you. Get after it.